1: It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment including music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Beat, 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 beat. Okay though. Okay though. So, Tyler the Creator is known for you know finding like different ways to promote his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His latest stunt is a billboard in Los Angeles that leads to a cryptic message between him and his mom. So the billboard on Sunset Boulevard says, "Call me if you get lost." Mm-hmm. And then there's a number. And when you hear when you call, should we call it?
2: Do you think there's any any language, bad language.
1: Oh, let's see. Oh, wait. Yep, there's an explicit message from Tyler's potty-mouthed mom,
2: nope. bragging to nope. him nope.
1: about her fighting abilities. Nope. Oh man, I wish there was a censored version in our uh, preparation. Let materials. me tell you what I don't
2: ever want my mom calling me about <laughs> her fighting
0: abilities. <laughs> That yeah, that'd just, be
1: weird, huh?
0: It's a different sort of a dynamic.
1: I want to see if it's in our stuff So, mom, how do you here. put your
0: Dukes up? Front left, front right? What do you do, huh?
2: <laughs> you put your, your Duke. Dukes up. <laughs> that's oh,
1: that's funny.
0: funny. That's funny.
1: I'm looking to see. Nope, nope. We don't have I, it.
2: I used to get Tyler the Creator and Chance the Rapper mixed up. Me too. Up. Yes.
1: Me too. You're I not really alone. like Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember him
2: on SNL? Mm-hmm. So doing good. the uh, what the was he doing? Side by uh, play by play for hockey yes. sideline reporter. So funny, that Steve. No,
1: no, don't, uh, uh-uh. don't do it. Hit. Don't Hit do it. Saturday. No, I thought you were going to make Grant go looking for the No,
2: <laughs> no, we would like to give Grant hell today. We have asked for him to be removed from our show. Yes, <laughs> no,
1: we have. Okay,
2: <laughs> this is Grant's final day on the Donna and Steve show. He's going to be moving. He got a promotion. He's doing a, the, one of the drive time shows, Donna. I she
1: know. And Lo-J. Yeah. I know. And there's lots of cars on the road now. Woo, you're big time now. Yeah,
2: you're big time, baby. Yeah, Well, You yeah. think a lot of people thought you were hot on this show? Wait until you team up with Loj.
1: Oh yeah, they're gonna be like licking their chops. Oh, it'll be fun. It <laughs> will yeah. be
0: fun. I'm Rocco's gonna, miss gonna you
2: guys. Rocco's gonna join our show, um, and that's all just to help everybody's work schedules and all that kind of stuff. So yes. we love you, Grant. This is our last day with you, though, so we're yes. gonna give you. A hard time.
0: I'm here for it, and I love it, and let's have some fun. Okay. All right.
1: All right, we got some new music. It is a New Music Friday. Lord has her first new song in four years. It's called Solar Power, and here's the deal. Um, it's funny because it says, this is how they describe it, okay? okay? The happy song is a departure from her typical moody tunes.
2: Yeah, they are usually very... <laughs>
1: but this one is, sounds a little moody to me oh. as well. And there's uh, this was um produced by Jack Antonoff, who is her longtime producer, and she apparently somebody was suggesting that this could be the song of the summer.
2: Oh, you're okay. not gonna think so? No, right. not okay. real.
1: Kick it. Okay, I like okay. this a little. You know, if
2: I'm at an all-inclusive resort. And this comes on.
1: And your hair is blowing with the ocean breeze.
2: Then you know I'm feeling it on another level. Right now, in my closet, not so much. It's fine. It's
0: doing just fine. It's cool. It is fine. Let's add a note here that this is a three-minute and thirty-second song and it I started it at 140. It took to 152 for it to get to that excitement. So you got about <laughs> a minute and a half of just calm. And then then, this finally happens a minute and a half into it. Wow.
2: Okay, well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the dynamics of that song. Because Jesse J has new music out.
1: Oh, wow.
2: And, and yeah, it's been a while here as well. I don't know if it's quite been four years. Um, The song is called I Want Love. Now, Grant, it's very important that we play this from the very top. Yep. And this is the antithesis of the new song by Lord, Because this... You don't have to wait at all. Yeah. It slaps from the start.
1: It's she's got like she's a-
2: driving down the street.
1: It's got like a fame vibe to it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: The barometer is, would you skip it if it came up on shuffle? Yes. Oh, d word. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. I mean, I appreciate her voice, and, and it's just not my kind of music.
2: I remember when I heard Jessie J. The first time I ever saw her, heard her, it was on an episode of SNL. Probably 10 years ago, or close to, and you know that song it ain't about the money, 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 no, 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 no. you remember No nope. You want to make the world, dance, forget about a prop. It was so flawless that performance. And SNL musical performances, for me, often fall flat. They just don't sound good. And she was not a note was out of pitch. she was just killer. You know there who she
1: looks like is on um, um, Jenna Dewan, Dewan, Jenna Dewan,
2: <laughs> Jenna Dewan, yeah.
1: But and what's interesting about that? Now I'm remembering when when Channing Tatum broke up with Jenna Dewan, he started J. dating Jesse J. You're right? Oh my gosh, that's freaky.
0: Is this the song, Steve? This is the song, yeah.
1: Hey, when we come
2: back, we've got a roundup of science news. I know what you're thinking. There's no way it's entertaining. I promise you. I promise you it is. It was a big week in the world of science. In fact, possibly a breakthrough on how we should treat depression.
1: Oh, I love it. it
2: has to do with your dentist. We'll come right back. It's Don and Steve on my talk.
1: Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast.
2: And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide the bod. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs,
1: This is gonna be the last time anybody calls you that. I think.
0: I know. We got to keep that when I come and hang out with you every once in a while. Let's bring back the I am Grant. Okay. Okay. Keep it alive. We need to.
1: We need to get you a drop. From what was it? Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. I am
0: Groot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have Rocco work his magic and just change it to Grant a little bit. I love it. You don't think you'd be able to force Loj into calling you Grant? Mm. Probably not.
2: It okay. will
1: officially be called Honey. Yeah, it'll yeah. be Honey. Uh, yes.
2: yeah. <laughs> There'll be a few others, I'm sure. Oh, man. You know, listen, they have, I, they have tons of strengths. I think maybe Julia in particular, perhaps, and Julia, you know I love you, is, um, is not knowing names of people, even people in the building, I think. It's a <laughs> lot of, but she can get away with it because then she's just so effervescent and bubbly and, oh, hey, honey, and that means, I don't know who you are.
1: But I, I like, like you. I,
2: but I like you, and I think I've seen you before.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Nice no, at,
0: yeah we get the honey every once in a while even though she knows who i am i think that's just a, for her might be term of endearment yes i was just gonna say that exactly <laughs> let's talk about science.
1: Science. science science science
0: science a little
2: nerdy i get it but these things are kind of cool it was quite the week in the world
1: of science
2: uh how about this there's now a fifth ocean
3: mm? Mm.
1: What?
2: donna can you name the oceans
1: the Atlantic, the Pacific, the just our oceans or just all the oceans in the world? The Baltic. Just our sea. The, the Indian the how many are there?
2: There Six? are four.
1: Oh, I just named four.
2: You said the Baltic Sea, which we're not going to accept. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, the Mississippi River.
1: Uh, Lake Calhoun. Uh, I, I don't want to be put on the spot. All right. Why? It's the Atlantic, play.
2: the Pacific, the Indian, and the Arctic Ocean. Arctic Ocean.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, but this week, Nat Geo, National Geographic, added a fifth ocean to its maps. The Southern Ocean. That's the body of water around Antarctica. They say it deserves its own name because its currents are so different from the Arctic. Hmm. So, now Geo making a case for a fifth ocean. And it can happen. See Pluto for reference that little wing. I
1: know he got exiled. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, was, what did he do to anybody? Pushed right off
2: the cool table.
1: Damn, he it's was like, everyone's favorite. Man, kinda... I know he's fun. He doesn't take up much space. <laughs> you know, his name—he's named after a Disney character. Yeah, then he just walks over. It's like, <laughs> hey guys, mind if
2: I sit down here at the planet's table? And they're like, whoa, hey, hang on. I mm. feel like Pluto a little bit, named after a
0: Disney character. Pushed uh, aside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Get out of
1: here, Grant. Yes, so Grant. goodbye.
2: Um, how about You're this? Off the island. Could there be a different, maybe better way to treat depression? A study at the University of Chicago found that low doses of laughing gas might be an effective treatment for depression.
1: Oh, interesting. Seems like
2: that kind of makes sense, right?
1: Well, that's what what CBD is for, right? Just to chill, man. Yeah, but this is a
2: little less chill and a little more giggle. Look at you, man.
1: (laughs) I've never laughed under laughing gas.
2: What? Have you Who'd ever had last?
1: well at the dentist? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's where you'd have it, but.
1: But I'm never like. Ha, 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 ha. No, but
0: you definitely feel like you're a little inebriated, aren't you? Like when. Well, you... yeah,
1: you're just chill. You're just like, okay, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> pull that sucker! I won't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
3: not laughing. Oh, I'm not okay. like pull <laughs> Pull that sucker!
0: I won't feel it. Okay. Oh,
2: jeez. There's a new sleep study this week in science. There's a new sleep study that found dreams might be our brain's way of trying to process old memories to help us predict the future. Oh, that's interesting. But not in a paranormal way. They think that your brain might just be trying to anticipate things that are coming up.
1: Uh, That makes sense. Because a lot of times when you're sleeping, your mind you start thinking as you're falling asleep. And then the next thing you know, you're incorporating stories. That's
2: great. In space news, you guys remember Mars? How lame. Shift your gaze to Venus. I'm your Venus. Sorry, I forgot to put that in for Grant. <laughs> oh, right. Venus by Bananarama. Okay. I thought, Thank you. I thought Sorry. you said
1: you did put it I in. I had
2: it pulled up, and then I just didn't click it in. And if you do that, if you don't complete a task, the task is not done, Dana. Mm. Anyways. uh. Venus is next up for an unmanned mission. Now, remember, they're on the other side of Earth. We have Earth and Mars, and on the other side of Earth is Venus, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about space. M-m-snup. Spice and dinosaurs, my two blind spots. Did you say spice? Did I <laughs> Did say you know spice? Oh, I spice knew. and dinosaurs. Spice. Spice.
2: Uh, the Mars helicopter also, by the way, had its seventh successful flight. And NASA's Juno satellite got some great flyby shots of Jupiter's largest moon named Ganymede. Whatever. Whose name? That's what it's called.
1: Ganymoid?
2: No, Ganymede. <laughs> You're saying spice and Ganymoid?
1: Are you on laughing gas? It's Friday. It is Friday. What are you gonna do? Yeah. You
2: know? How about this? Kill the music. <laughs> I'm going to miss that. Don't worry. You'll still be bossed around. <laughs> <laughs> that is in no danger of going away. True. Um, Love you, Lori. Love you, Julia. I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind
2: item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
4: is
2: Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the
4: Item YouTube channel.
2: What is at the University of Iowa finally proved this week that the northern lights are, in fact, caused by electromagnetic waves?
1: I've never seen them.
2: Me neither. And... It's on my bucket list. The Northern Lights? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you
1: could just see them driving on Highway 7 sometimes in the summer, you know. I but wanna...
2: I mean, I want to go like to the Boundary Waters.
1: Oh, I see. I see.
0: I was fortunate enough, you guys, and this I'll never forget. I was 18 years old. I went up to my like family cabin. It's like my aunt and uncle. We all own it together. But me, my mom, and my dad went up there for one last weekend before I moved to California and just kind of like hung out, just the three of us. And that weekend we saw the Northern Lights and oh we were gosh. sitting on the deck and it was just, I'll never forget oh, it. It was like- Do you so actually cool. see like it moving? Not as much as like- they, uh, If you like in, you
1: know, Antarctica. Yeah, I mean, a it, view. for our
0: view, it was, pretty, it was pretty amazing, but it's not like the whole, you know, like a wave of green going, but you could definitely, it was cool. It was cool.
2: One last bit in insect news, researchers at Oxford found that even fruit flies get hangry. When they haven't eaten (laughs) in a while.
1: That's awesome. I love it. I don't know
2: how you determine that. All right. College
1: of Pop Culture Knowledge, anybody? Let's do it.
2: Yes. 651-641-1071. Call the number. Today's game for Grant's Farewell worth five points. It's coming up next on Don and Steve on my time.
1: You know what's tougher than working out? working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at YMCANorth.org. Hey
2: everybody, I'm Donald Valentine. Happy to be here with my sister Donna. We've been doing the show together for 16 years here in kentucky
1: <laughs> all right guys pay no attention to the weirdo It's time to go to
3: college. College, college
1: it's time to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter
0: donna
3: donna's a smart
4: one or steve his brain ain't right but it's fun
0: and here's your host i am grant i
4: want to see how smart you are <laughs> All
0: right, guys. This is the last one with me here. We are going to have a little fun with the point system, Donna. I'm sorry. We're going to have to have a little fun today. Donna, Uh, open up. You could win five points today, Donna. Steve could win two, okay? Oh, my God. Excuse me. No,pe three. Excuse me. Because whoever wins today will jump to 60. Right now, we're at 57-55. So okay. if Donna, you win, you could get five points and jump to 60. If Steve wins, he gets only three points and jumps to 60. So it's not making the gap, but it's just a little fun for the last day. All right? Fine. The Donna, topic... what? Donna change your attitude. I got
1: to turn lights off.
0: It's my this last, last day. day.
2: Thank you, Steve. Thank you, I am grunt. <laughs>
1: he's not leaving the station. I know. No. But he's... I'm going to see him every day. That's but true. He's
2: not
0: going to be doing the... College, College of Pop, pop Culture knowledge. knowledge every day. And, and so then that's... Rocco's going to still do the games with Lori and Julia. So this is my last game show on this station all for right, a long sorry time.
3: Sorry, I blew up, guys. Sorry, I blew up. Thank
0: you. And today, Stacy is our caller. Stacy, we all might know Stacy. She's been a frequent caller and fan Hi. of the show.
3: Hey, you guys. Hey, Stacy. to call in for Grant's final day. I'm so sad.
0: I know,
2: Stacy. Listen, uh, just listen to LoJ, and you'll get all the grant that you need.
1: Is this is this someone you know, Grant?
0: No, but this is one who you thought was my aunt. I believe when she the last name start with an N. And she won
3: yes the impressions winner. She
0: won our impressions contest. Oh yeah, you were great. She had the thanks. Yes, so Stacy's here with us today, and Stacy, the topic is album of the year Grammy winners '80s edition. So think of '1980s albums of the year who won a Grammy for album of the year. All right. Steve, Got you okay it. with that? Yeah, what I can't do anything <laughs> about it. Let <laughs> I give one little present here to Donna. We'll see how it goes I'll
2: see. All
0: right. So you are playing for a My Talk T shirt and we have a Voyager's Blu ray DVD digital combo pack for you. Now, Stacy, do you want to play with Donna or Steve?
3: Donna and I have been two for two before, so yeah. I think we need to go three for three. Woo. Okay, let's do
1: it, Stacy. Bye, Steve. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Don't let the door hit Bye you. Bye, Okay, bye-bye.
0: All right, Donna, ready to go? Yes. And Stacy, you know how this works. We'll come back to you at the end. You two can work together to come up with any answer. Keep what she has or change one, all right? Sounds perfect. All right, Donna, let's do this. In 1983, this Michael Jackson album was nominated for 12 Grammys. It won eight Grammys, including but not limited to Album of the Year.
1: I think this is bad. I'm not sure. 83 might be too early, but we'll go back to it. In
0: 1986, the album Graceland became one of the pop music's biggest sensations and took home Album of the Year. Whose album was Graceland? What year? 1986. Graceland.
1: I'm going to say Paul Simon for now. That's not right. In
0: 1988, this George Michael album had the substance to stand alone as Album of the Year. What was it? 1988, George Michael I album. want your
1: sex. I don't know about that first one, Stacy, Or the second one.
0: <laughs> Stacy, she went with Bad as the album from 1983 that was nominated for 12 Grammys and won eight, including but not limited to Album of the Year. She went with Bad. How do you feel?
3: I don't like that answer. Okay. I, yeah, that's so too early. I remember being a little kid in the 80s, and I remember the Thriller poster when I was about that age. So, so I think it's Thriller. Okay, fine by me.
0: All right. She said Paul Simon for Graceland in 1986. Are you good with that?
3: Yep. I actually think that's right. Woo! That's and, the only Paul Simon album I can think of. I think that's, that's right.
0: And then lastly, we have in 1988, this George Michael album, one album of the year. She said, I want your sex. Are you good with that? Or do you have a different answer?
3: I'm pretty sure that was a song on the faith album. Cause I can picture him in a leather jacket. Do it. All right. Faith. It is
0: faith. Paul Simon and thriller. Lock them in.
1: Lock
0: him Let's in. get Steve back.
1: Come Let's on. Steve. Vote. Steve. Vote. Steve. O. Steve be, 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 uh-huh. we, Even we, though you
0: be, didn't o. pick me,
2: I was going to sing you a song. Stacy's mom has got Got it going on You're all I want And I waited for so long
1: Fountains of Wayne, baby Fountains of Wayne That is an actual store on Route 46 in Wayne, New Jersey That's a fun fact
3: Awesome, Donna My mom's favorite song, Steve, great job
2: Thank you so much, Stacy Give her a kiss for me
3: Okay,
0: then. Okay, though. All right, see so you ready to go? <laughs>
3: sure,
2: I guess. All that right. made me feel weird about that, but
0: go ahead. No, it's it's all good. It's not weird. In 1983, this Michael Jackson album was nominated for 12 Grammys. It won eight Grammys, including, but not limited to, Album of the Year. I think the album was Thriller. In 1986, the album Graceland became one of pop music's biggest sensations and took home Album of the Year, whose album was Graceland? Pass. In 1988, this George Michael album had the substance to become a standalone album of the year. What was this album? I'm going to say the name of it was Faith. Substance, not substance, substance.
2: Faith. And I'm going to say for that other one Graceland, 1986. Graceland. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go Randy Travis. <laughs> Randy Donna! <laughs>
0: When I'm with Don. What are
1: you guys laughing
0: at? Love you. It's, it's, it's nothing. Give your mom a kiss for me. Okay.
1: I don't know that my answer is right, so I shouldn't be laughing.
0: All right, here we go. First one: 1983, Michael Jackson album of the year, twelve Grammys, one eight, but not limited. Two album of the year was in fact Thriller. Nice job. You both got that one nice. correct. Stacy, thank you. Stacy saved Don on that one. She I said bad, r- bad. Oh, yes.
1: Man, dang it.
0: And then we go to 1988. This George Michael album had the basically it was the had the standalone album of the year, and it was uh, Faith, which both of you got correct. Stacy, Stacy did save Donna Dang there it. as well. I, said, I, I, see, I want we your went. sex. She said, "I want your sex." Stacy,
1: Poor father figure. I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Okay, here we go. So, so are you comes, impressed
0: that I got the first two? Yes. It all comes down to the 1986 album Graceland, which became one of pop music's biggest sensations. <laughs> It was, in fact, by Paul Simon. Meaning Donna and Stacy got that one correct and take home five points. Steve, I'm sorry, my friend. So five found- points. Randy <laughs> Travis was not the answer. Yay! Yay!
1: Stacy, so you good job, girl. Three for three. What would I do without you? Yes, yeah, Stacy was the huge uh, the the X
0: factor there. Nice job, Stacy.
3: Thanks so much, and you know what? I'm so grateful for all of. The tax swag that I have, and we're all decked out like little billboards. That I think that we need to donate my prize to who, whoever else. Uh, oh, okay. How
1: nice is she?
0: So, do we want to do uh, just a seventh caller here in a second after we do the tiebreaker for fun, or what? Or
1: whatever, whatever you, want. you
0: want. Or
2: we could do the tiebreaker for another three points, which Donna <laughs> Donna would either put you up six points, or it would have us tied.
1: Now let's just let's. Donna just do it for fun.
2: Valentine, why no. are you such a wiener?
1: You're a wiener.
0: <laughs> uh. All right, let's do this last one for fun. If you know the answer, say your name, and then you can give me the the answer. All right? Okay. In 1987, the song "With or Without You," Donna. Was steep. Donna.
1: Okay, it's maybe yes, a trick question. Yes, I'm so question. glad that you said it. Yes. Uh, you too.
0: Continue. What was the album that took home? Steve. I'll give it to Steve here, Steve.
2: Joshua Tree?
0: Yeah, That's about 95% right. There might be something in front of that. The Joshua <laughs> Tree. There. Shut it, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> the Joshua Tree was, in fact, correct. Donna, you jumped in a little early there. I sure did, Grant. I love it. <laughs> I sure did,
1: Grant. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Stacy. Wait,
1: why are the phone lines blowing because up? Because
0: remember the first set the first colour oh, right. color right. 7 gets our prize. Yeah. So you guys go to a tip and I'll get our winner. Stacy, thank you so much for playing. Oh,
1: thanks so much. Love you guys. We love you, Stacy. Love, you, love awesome. you too. Have a great thank weekend. You. Bye. Did you notice okay. that I started
2: playing Simon and Garfunkel in the background? The boxer. I mean, what what can I what else can I do for this wow. segment?
1: Is it called the Boxer or the Pugilist? I'm just a poor boy. That's called The Boxer? Oh, that- You sure that's called The Boxer? My- yeah, I am. I'm going to check pugilist. it. The Pugilist? I swear there's a song called The no, Pugilist. And it-,
2: it talks about The Boxer in the story, too, in the lyrics. Yeah,
1: oh, he says The Boxer. Okay. The Pugilist is uh Lila
3: Lila. lie. Lie, 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 lie. Lie, lie, lie. the show getting tipsy everybody on the show getting tipsy everybody on the
1: show getting tipsy tips yeah. tips. tips all right dudes here's Fitch. okay all right I'll, I'll make it real quick i'm gonna tell okay. you how to always use the right onion okay <laughs> you want to make onion rings Gratin's? Roasted vegetables, or just frying, you want to use a sweet onion, okay?
2: <laughs> <Grotons>. <laughs> do
1: You want to use want guacamole, okay. salads, or sandwiches. Which one are you using? I use this one all the time. Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yes! Uh, the crunchiest onion and the best for salsas. Yellow. Yeah, white, and stir-fries is the white onion. That's easy to remember with the stir-fry, because... They're always white. You never see a yellow one in there. Yellow is best for general cooking, like meat roasts, sauces, soups, and stews. Shallot is the mildest, and that's best for vinaigrettes, egg Mm. casseroles, and garnishes. Vinaigrettes. In the shallot. One more. Adding two handfuls. Handfuls? Okay. Handfuls of salt to a cooler of ice water. Will chill drinks must much faster. Ah, la, la. Ah,
3: la, la.
2: That's cool.
1: So just put a you know a couple handfuls of salt,
2: and then it just helps the ice to stay icier longer. I Does it make guess, it colder?
1: Yes, keeps it colder longer. That's all. No follow up questions. Do we I wait? All
2: right. Do we sprinkle the ice or the the salt so, just onto ice or ice water? Did you it sm-
1: says ice water? Okay. A cooler of ice water will chill drinks much faster. It doesn't say much faster than what, but I'm going to go.
2: When we come back, I was reading an article regarding Jeopardy! And I tell you what, there is a a fan favorite that I think, based on how the article is written and what this person has to say, is out of the runnings. I will read it to you. Tell me if I'm right. Tell me if I'm wrong, and you'll never guess who originally said, Trebek, that's the one that should host Jeopardy. You will never guess that when we come back on Donna and Steve on My Talk.
1: Hey, good morning. Welcome back, and thank you so much for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. What up, D? Hey, what up, S?
2: Bonus tip. We got a bonus tip. You talked about that handful of salt and throwing it into a thing of ice water, and it helps to cool your drinks in your cooler quicker. Now we have got Jeremy on the line, <laughs> who has a bonus tip about how to quickly chill a beer.
0: No, It's Matt, but Jeremy, oh, good okay. guess,
2: Steve. Mm, not a hey, good Matt. Guess. Good afternoon, guys. How are you doing? Hey, Always good. a pleasure. Um, I'm so interested in this. So you're saying you can tell us how to take a beer from, like, warm, oh, crap, I'm an hour and a half away from drinking this, to we can drink it soon?
4: I'm literally going to tell you, yeah, your ice idea for the cooler is great, and you actually probably want to make it three handfuls of salt. Okay. But here's, here's what you can do to, like, wow yourself or wow your kids and literally have a drink go from warm to ice, ice, baby cold in less oh. than a minute. Oh, my God. So the, same principle, so the same principles apply. I'll make this really quick. You want to take, like, three or four paper towels and layer them all so they're all on top of each other so they're a little stiffer. Okay. Then what you're going to do is get your faucet going as cold as it can and cover that and soak it. And then you want to give it a decent squeeze, lay it flat out, then just take some regular old table salt and coat, coat coat all of it, the entire paper towel. Just coat it with salt. Okay. Then take your pop or your beer bottle and wrap it around that paper towel like a burrito. So once you've done that, then stick that in the freezer literally and set your timer for a minute and then no. pull it back out and it will be ice, ice cold. No guarantee. way.
1: Can you do that with wine?
4: I have not tried it with wine. I have only tried it with soda and beer, and it works amazing. Okay, so
2: just to reset to make sure I understand this correctly. You get your warm yep. can of whatever, and then mm-hmm. uh, you get four paper towels, cover them in water, mm-hmm. get them all, all wet, wring it out just a little bit, lay them flat, get some table salt, cover these now wet paper towels, and then wrap up the can, put it in the freezer for a minute, come out, boom, it's cold.
4: Yep. What? I wonder what time scientific... I literally did it three times within five minutes because the first time I literally was like just astounded and going, "Oh my god, this is the <laughs> coolest thing." And my friend came over and I'm like, "I want to show you this. Check this out." And she was like, "What the hell?" She's like, "How did you do that?" Wow. And I'm like, "Science, science, baby."
2: Yeah. Wow. We talked science earlier in the show and we're talking about it again, and I will not apologize for it. Matt, thank you so much. What a great bonus
4: tip. Have a great weekend, you
1: guys. You too. Bye, Matt. Okay, that's great.
0: Can we just have Matt call in and do tips? So Matt can, is you know? awesome. He's got some good calls whenever Matt gets on. You the-
1: know, I I will tell you that I saw a TikTok user do this, and I was like, that doesn't work. You know how when you have like a, a Tupperware, and I do it every time now. This is how I clean it out. You know when you have like a Tupperware bowl and you put something like tomato based in it? Like, mm-hmm. let's say you put a soup in it or spaghetti sauce, blah, yes. blah, blah.
2: Yeah, and it stains.
1: And it stains, and you're like, that's not going to come out. I'm stuck with this, like, discoloration. Honest to goodness, every single time I do this tip, it's kind of similar. There's no salt involved, but you take paper towels, you just shred them up, you just rip them up, random sizes, whatever. Throw them in there with a little soap and a little warm water. Put the cover back, shake it up. It is completely clean.
2: Crazy. Science is wild.
1: So wild.
2: <sighs> Thank you, Donna.
1: You're welcome, Steve, and I you.
2: Okay. Now to Jeopardy! news. Uh I don't know if folks are going to be happy about what I'm about to read. They haven't yet named a new permanent co-host. We still are yet to see some folks like LeVar Burton, Robin Roberts, I'm forgetting some other folks, trying to find a permanent solution to uh, who can host this show after Alex Trebek did did it for thirty five years? I believe I'm going to step away to sneeze briefly. Please play Alrighty, some whole music.
1: I will say a chew on Steve's behalf. A chew, a chew, nose wipe, and scene.
2: Hashtag warrior, and he's back. Anyway, listen to this. Uh, <laughs> Mike Richards, the executive producer, he was of my Jeopardy, front runner, your front runner. He said this. Sony, who's behind Jeopardy, has, quote, the most robust team of people I've ever seen looking at this and analyzing it in a very cerebral way. It's a real change from the way casting has traditionally been done in television. It's usually been a gut instinct of the head executive. How about that person? That's from Mike Richards, which I read that as it's he's not, not. It's not him. Yeah, He's talking there as the executive producer, saying they're really going through it. And I think... Unless it was a real left field situation that they would say, "Oh yeah, it's going to be you, Mike." I think maybe maybe that does not end up happening, or maybe he's laying this out there as, "Hey, this is there's no nepotism here. I'm not anointing myself. They are doing it. Maybe he knows something. I'm thinking of this oh, on the fly."
1: Okay, see, I thought maybe you were going to say, "We know it's not going to be Ken Jennings.
2: I don't think it's going to be Mike Richards." But now I'm trying to talk myself into what if he was floating this out there so that when they announce that it's Mike Richards, he says, hey, I told you they were doing a very cerebral thing. Looking at numbers, not necessarily the most recognizable person, but audience scores, Twitter reaction, things like that. I don't know. But I go on to read this article about who will replace Trebek. And you hear Mike Richards, their EP, talk about it's usually a gut feeling. Somebody just says, how about that person? Incidentally... That was Merv Griffin's approach whenever he brought Jeopardy to TV. This was five years after the quiz show had last wrapped up. So in 1979, Jeopardy, a previous iteration, went off the air. And then Lucille Ball of I Love Lucy, of course, said, Trebek is the guy. Talked to Merv Griffin and said, it should be this guy, Alex Trebek.
1: Lucille Ball?
2: Lucille Ball essentially anointed Alex Trebek for the job. Trebek had been hosting a show called High Rollers, and she said, yeah, that's the guy. That's who it should oh, be. Oh,
1: wow. She was probably a guest on a show.
2: Probably. On that show. Well,
1: that's interesting. Yeah, that
2: interesting. Lucy, I love Lucy, said, I love Alex. And boom, he gets the gig.
1: Have you seen anybody else hosting the show, like Mayim Bialik or Katie Couric? I think think
2: Mayim Bialik is still yet to come, I believe. No, I saw her on it. Oh, really? Not that long ago. I'll wait for LeVar Burton. Okay. He's going to be, I think, maybe the final one or penultimate one this summer.
1: Okay. All right, Steve. Well, thank you for bringing those delightful stories. You're welcome. Would you like to hear my Kevin Nealon story real quick?
2: Oh, yeah. We never got to that and see something say something. So, he
1: was on Ellen recently, and he was talking about how his house was broken into. And, you know, it was kind of like a a smash and grab kind of situation, like broke into the house, just took whatever. Unfortunately, he lost a very sentimental memento, which was a necklace with the some of the ashes of late comic Gary Shandling. Oh my. Um so he said you should he said what he learned when your house is broken into is you should check the pawn shops. Like if you've lost wow. a watch or if you've lost Gary um, he said he's been calling pawn shops and, you know, asking, have you seen Gary? Oh. But anyway, so apparently they were very close. Um, he loved Gary Shandling for everything that he was. And he says, I don't know if I will ever stop missing him. And I just thought that was oh, that's such a sweet. Sweet and, but sad. Yes. And uh, honest story to, you know, to share. Guys don't do that very often. I just thought it was lovely. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to take a break and come back. Grant will have a dirt alert.